Tom King. I work for a living, and I mean real work, not writing down gobbledygook. Christian Arkan. We let the hippie in here. Christian and King. Weekdays, noon to 3 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio and streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com. What do you need? What do you want? Can I not just live here without having to occasionally deal with you animals? Now, here's Christian Arkan and Tom King. Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com. Nice to have you with us here this afternoon on a very frigid day here in the Granite State. Sunny, at least. Well, it was. About to give way to some clouds. So you had your surprise party. It's all yeah. Cats tried to throw me one once. Who did? The cats. The cats tried to yeah, throw me a surprise party? Yeah, they tried to throw me a surprise party. How'd that go? And all these cat toys and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, that's nice. You know, I thanked them for it. It was mm-hmm. all right. Had all their pals. Over, you know, cats from across the street came over. Yeah. Sounds like party. a great time. Little party hats. And then they forgot all about you. That's right. Oh, yeah. They you were just there me? for each other. They didn't yeah. even An hour later, they were all curled up and all asleep. <laughs> um, what, what also happened this weekend that we haven't really talked about is the uh, Patriots coordinators went on their little interviews. Well, and what happened evidently is that Casario said no to San Francisco. I'm not right. going to interview for it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stay here. So that removes that possibility that the 49ers could have brought in Casario and McDaniels as a package deal. Now, I still Do you think it removes McDaniels from No, I don't. I, I don't. See, it should. You know, I mean McDaniels is smart. That would be should. the only reason for him to go there. I know. Jacksonville evidently is re- is focusing in on Mike Smith. I think they should keep Marone. I think Marone's a good coach. Mm, okay. But they're gonna. I mean, Mike's. You know, they're gonna. They're gonna look at Mike Smith. So, uh, you know, I. I ugh. If you take Jacksonville out of there, and San Francisco, what are the what are the other viable jobs that McDaniel's would really want to go to? You can obviously he's not in the mix for Denver. Buffalo. I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. That's uh, not happening. He he's not gonna go there. He's got to think that that's a wasteland. Yeah. You know? Well, more of a wasteland than L.A.? <clears throat> At least he's familiar with some of the personnel. Mm, still. You know, I, I, yeah. Buffalo, I, they have some good players. I mean, they have a good quarterback and a good receiver and a good running back. I mean, they got, you got something you can work with in Buffalo. Yeah, but I bet he doesn't want to stay in the division against the Patriots. I bet he doesn't. I would imagine he probably would. I bet that's probably one of the factors. If that team was in any other division, I'd t- I'd, I, he would, that he would, would be probably number one, there. I'd say. Yeah. yeah, he'd go there, you know. So, but not if he has to play Bill no, twice a year. No, so I think for him, it's probably between, although he did beat Bill in Denver, he sure did, and yeah. jumped about ten and then feet he off. Fist pumped like DJ Pauly D on the sidelines, and then they went into a <clears throat> they had a bye week, and then they came back from that and went into a bad losing streak. I know they really did. Yep, I think he's gonna. I think L.A. is where he's gonna end up. You know, mm-hmm. but it, see if I'm him, boy, I'm hesitant about. Now, see, I said the Rams' job would be a good job back in, you know, whenever it was, right? Back in November, December. Back right. in December, we were talking about. But when they fired Fisher, they didn't exactly give a, their GM a vote of confidence. 
No. And see, that's the problem. If I'm McDaniels, I want to go to a place where the GM is in like Flint. I mean, yeah. he is solid. He's the guy. He's running the show. And I'm answering, you know, if I have to answer to him, I know that we're on the same page and we're going to go. I don't want to go to L.A. and coach there for a year and have the GM gone, you know? So I don't know if, he, you know, my guess is for McDaniels. Peter King said the Jaguars are most likely to offer him the job. Really? Yeah. Wow! I, I heard. I, I saw somewhere where they, they were sending on Mike Im- Smith. Most impressed with him. Okay, I thought they were after Mike Smith. Now, see Jacksonville. Would you go there? <laughs> you know, in that division, you got yeah, as good division, a chance as gotta, anybody, right? And you, if and, you can put something on the field. And, you should be able to win that division. And they still say that Bortles is better than he played this year. Uh, he's got to be right. He, he can't that, be he, that, bad. that he got bad advice and bad coaching and and didn't play. You know, and Bradley wasn't very. You know, didn't help him out too much as the head coach. He signed through next year, but they have a fifth year option. So if they don't like him, they can move on. Right, but then you got to figure out who's going to do that. Then you got to yeah. deal with who's going to do that. See, if you go to L.A., you think all right, your eggs are in the golf basket. You got to work with him and get him better. Um, if you go to San Francisco, that's another bad situation at quarterback because mm-hmm. you're not going to want to deal with either Kaepernick or Gabbard. Peter King said McDaniel's impressed at all of three of his interviews at San Francisco, L.A., and Jacksonville, but the Jaguars were particularly impressed, <laughs> which means they're probably going to offer him something. And if I'm him, I'd think about it. The Jaguars had a terrible year, oh, but they're well, not. I don't think they're a terrible team. But again, there's also conflicting reports. There's reports out there they like Mike Smith. Yeah. You know? God, if they, oh, Mike Smith. Yeah, why would they hire him? He's such a bad you know, coach. He is, you know. <laughs> if they if they sign Mike Smith, you know, like although that. he did coach Atlanta to the to their last NFC t- championship game, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he was there for a while in Atlanta. Yeah, he was. You know, so how'd that how'd that work out? Well, I mean, it worked out okay for a while, and then they they just you know they they lost talent. It worked out well for about one, three. two, three, four. They made the playoffs four out of five years. Right. And, and yeah, made the playoffs four out of five years as a head coach. What more do you want? You know? He didn't have that good a reputation, but still he did a decent job there. The last two years he went four and 12 and six and 10. That's right. right. Well, so then they made the playoffs, what, four out of six years? Hmm? They made the playoffs four out of six. If you, if you had two years where you didn't make the playoffs, four and 12 and six and 10. At the end. Right. Those are the last two years. Oh, so he made the playoffs. 2008 to 2012. Four out of uh, the first five? Yeah, four out All right, of the first five. All right, and then five. they went, oh, yeah, okay. All right. And then the last two years, they went four and 12 and right. six and 10. Right, And then he okay. got fired. All right. And uh, that's where we are now. Yep. Um. So, yeah. I, I you, don't you know. You feel I, free to keep I, talking. I, yeah, I don't know. Well, are you signing your life away there? Yes, I am. What am I inheriting? You're not inheriting anything? anything. I don't get anything? Thank you. I get nothing out of this? No, it's my food. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even get any of that, do I? I had to, no, you'd get none of oh, that. Oh, I know. Really. I don't even, not even comfortable with you looking at me while no, I, I eat. I know. I know. But that's just, you know, self-preservation <laughs> reasons. <laughs> do you think good. either of these guys go anywhere? The more I, like, read about this, the more I think they're both just going to be back. None of these jobs are good enough offers. They're not good enough situations. Well. I just don't see it. I, I think it's not going to happen. It's tough because you want to be a head coach in the NFL, you know? I mean, yeah. So what do you do? You wait for another team to stink? <laughs> you know? I know, that's the problem. That's that's just that's your problem. You mm-hmm. wait for another lousy, you know, wait for another team to be really bad. I I don't know if you you can do that. So, 
it's you know I mean, you only have so much opportunity. Mm. Now, here's something that he can think about. What if O'Brien says, "I'm out of here. I, don't, I can't stand this place. I'm out of here." Yeah, I'm gone. Now that, to me, he's not going to do that. Would see O'Brien? They won the division two years in a row. O'Brien, no, O'Brien doesn't like Rick Smith, the GM. They don't get along. You know O'Brien. If he doesn't get along with somebody, he says, "Screw you, I'm gone." You know? Yeah. So my guess is, if O'Brien leaves there, McDaniel's wouldn't be a bad fit there. You got the quarterback. You're wed to him. He's he's there. He's he's, he's making that money. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can do something with him. Yeah. But O'Brien's a quarter well, was a quarterback coach. O'Brien couldn't do anything with him. So maybe not. I don't know. But do you take Jacksonville? Or do you, I mean, and also, I mean, the Rams, at least you got solid ownership there. That's one thing you do have. In L.A.? Yes. <laughs> solid or not, I mean, they put a pretty bad team out there. They maybe. did, but, I mean, they blame it on, on Fisher. You know, they, you got solid ownership and you got a new facility mm-hmm. that you're going to be going into in a couple of years. And you know, you know, but whether or not you have the support of the fan base or not, that's another question. They don't, they're not really that big on you know. I mean, look, L.A. is L.A. It's so right. big that you can't really gauge one way or the other how much into football they are. Mm-hmm. Jacksonville, your resources are really limited there. They're not a big market. Yeah, they're not going to spend yeah. a lot of money on free agents. It's true. The Jaguars this year started the year own three. They lost to the Packers by four points. They got blown out by the Chargers. And they lost by two points to Baltimore. That was their first three games. They lost all three. Right. They beat the Colts in week four. Right. Then they had a bye week. Then they beat the Bears in week six. They were two and three. They were two and three. Yep. They then lost to the Raiders, Titans, Chiefs, Texans, Lions, Bills, Broncos, Vikings, Texans again. Beat Tennessee in Week 16 and then lost to the Colts. Couldn't beat anybody good except uh, Tennessee and Week They couldn't beat anybody, period. Yeah, exactly. But they didn't lose these games by very much. They lost to the Raiders by a lot. They lost to the Titans by a lot. Chiefs, five-point game. Texans, three-point game. Lions, one touchdown. Bills, one touchdown. They lost to the Broncos 20-10. to Vikings, they lost by nine. Texans, they lost by one. And then they lost the last game. Did you watch that Thursday night game when they played Tennessee? Uh, no, I don't. It was think awful. So. It was it was it was pitiful. The first time, yeah, it was pitiful. I think thirty-six, thir- twenty-two. I, I think that was the Thursday night. Maybe maybe it wasn't Tennessee. Maybe in we October. Played, yeah, I think so. I don't they know. They played him in October and they played him on Christmas, so it had I to mean, be. Brad, yeah. they were, the, the rumors were swirling about Bradley being you know gone then too. You know, and and they they just were they weren't very good. They didn't put up a good showing on national TV. I don't think it was that high school. You're right. Game. They were down twenty-seven nothing in the first yeah. half. That's yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. That's the game. Yeah, no, it wasn't very good at all. They sucked. Yeah, they're a bad team. Look, uh, look, any job he goes to is not going. You know, the team is is hiring him. The vacancy exists because the team isn't very good. That's that's logic. That's 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 a fact. That's the way it is. Yeah. So any job you take, you're starting off at a deficit automatically. It's just a matter of which one is the worst deficit, which one is the is the least amount of a deficit. Mm-hmm. Football-wise, it may be Jacksonville. Facility and resource-wise, L.A. may have the most. Yeah. You know? But now to Casario, 
is not going to be taking the job in San Francisco because he's not. He, he didn't interview for it. Now that Casario's not there, boy, I don't know if I'm McDaniel, if, if I'm Josh McDaniels, do I want you know? I mean, they got to hire a GM first. Yeah, I don't want to go there until they hire a GM. It's just not a good situation. I don't want to go anywhere that didn't have a GM. Yeah, it's not a good situation. Yeah, you know, so I I, I don't get it. Let's go to your phone. 603-883-9900 is the number. Patrick is in Manchester. Hey, Patrick. Hey, guys. Hey, Patrick. Hey, I got two quick thoughts on, on the Patriots. First is on Matt Patricia. You hear people talking about how he needs to shave that beard and turn <laughs> yeah. his baseball hat around and you know, in order to get a head coaching job. I think that's the dumbest take out yeah, there right yeah, now. It's... I don't think there's a dumber take than that in the sports conversation right now. I think that's the dumbest. Absolutely. That, that, that's who he is. That's what he's all about. You know, He wears shorts in 10-degree weather. That's who he is. What you know? Right. Why try to change it? But it is a dumb take. Yeah, all the all the head coaches used to wear suits and little hats. Like it's that you know they wear what they. Do you know? Do you know what the deal is as far as Matt Patricia goes? The deal with Patricia is that a lot of people think that Belichick has a big imprint on that defense more so, and 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 Patricia just kind of follows what he wants him to do. That's probably what it might be. Okay, in terms of him not being, I'd agree with. I'd agree with that. Yeah, that McDaniel's is more of an offensive guy. Belichick. Has the reputation of not being an offensive guy, but I think Belichick is 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 more of a well-rounded coach than everybody thinks he is. But that's the deal. That's what Patricia's but deficit is. You hear people is. talk. You know, the assistants say Belichick. You know, he, he empowers him. He lets him do their job. Yes, exactly. He doesn't get in the way of, of the coordinators. Right, right. But the but the perception. That's the fact. But the perception around the league is is otherwise. Probably. probably. That may be. Now, I don't think yeah. that's the case now. I'm, I'm with you on that. You know, I think that Patricia, I think Patricia's record speaks for itself. And this year, if there's any year he's going to go for it, this would be a year because of the job he's done. No, I agree. Five years ago, when you look at him on the sidelines, he didn't really seem to be coaching much at all. But, you know, he's actively engaged, you know, right now. Well, the defense is better now than it was a year ago. You know, at least. You know, that was the second part of, of what I want to talk about is. If the Patriots don't win the Super Bowl this year, it'll be a bigger disappointment than 2007. Well, in the fetus there are no weaknesses on this team like like years past. Well, there's no Gary Guyton, there's no Lee Button, Eric Alexander's running around the defense. Oh, this I don't know. Solid, I think if you go to that other quarterback, Kyle slot, Van Noy and yeah, uh, yeah. Shane McClellan, yeah, those are kind of, <laughs> they made plays this year, but those guys are well, nobody. You got to understand who they're yeah. making plays against. They didn't play a very tough schedule down the stretch. True. All right, they wasn't that tough. I mean, yeah, Baltimore they, they played Denver teams that are tough, yeah. tough. Has had some very athletic plays on this team, so you know I right. thought he'd be cut early in the year, but I, you know I like what I see lately. Uh, so do they, and that's why they kept him. He's a role player. Yeah, he's they they they've got a defense filled with role with, with you know aside from a couple like McCourty and, and Hightower and Long and a few other people that are mainstays, and of course they're branch on the offense on the defensive line, they're linemen and stuff. But they've got a lot of role players. That they the Patriots do well using their entire roster better than anybody in the league. But if they don't win the Super Bowl, I'm not going to say. I mean, obviously, it's a huge disappointment for Patriot fans. It's more of a disappointment if they don't get there because of the AFC. The NFC, there's a couple of teams there that could give them a real hard time. That they mm-hmm. talent that they haven't seen in a regular season. Sure. Dallas for one, Atlanta with that offense for another, Green Bay with the way they're playing right now. Those are teams that I would be worried about if I were that are better than anybody they'd see in the AFC right now. I would agree with that, yeah. So, Patrick, thanks for the call. Okay, guys. Thanks, Patrick. Patrick in Manchester. I can't believe I'm agreeing with you on everything. I know. Right? This is a, this is really scary. But I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, that's 
there's nothing in the AFC that they have to fear or even be concerned about except for Kansas City's defense and uh, special teams. That's it. They Patriots haven't seen have, they haven't seen anything like Patriots that. They just have one thing that they have to make sure they don't do in these two games. Turn the ball over. Don't right. turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. And, and the they don't turn the ball over. And they over. don't turn the ball over. Tom know? Brady never turns the ball no, over. No, and Brady never turns the ball over because A, he's got time to throw it, and mm-hmm. B, you know, he, he, and that that's it. It's A. He just got time to throw it. Yeah. You know, he's not under duress. He sat back there and said, now, they may be covered. He may have to get rid of it. And by that time, somebody may be hitting him, and he's had a few couple injuries <laughs> right, that way. Yeah. But he's not dropping back and looking at coverages and not having time to figure out what's going on. All right, he doesn't have anybody in his face because that offensive line has done a great job. Mm-hmm. And they also run the ball, which enables him to use the play-action pass and throw it, you know. You give me a good offensive line, I'll tell you a team it doesn't turn the ball over sure. that much. Aaron Rodgers, though, that offensive line isn't great. It's not. And he hasn't thrown an interception since week 10. It's not, but, yeah. but there is a difference in how they played the second half of the year compared to the first half of the year. Sure. The first half, see, yesterday he was running around. He was running around because there weren't that many people open. Right. Because the Giants are very good coverage-wise. First half of the year, he was running around because he didn't have time to throw. Mm-hmm. They're giving him more time now as an offensive line. They're playing better. I don't know if they got a couple people back from injury or and what. And they're less likely to call holding in the playoffs. That's another big part <laughs> of it right, that no one right. really talks about. Right. I saw I saw in that game oh, especially a lot of, guys yeah. guys were oh, getting yeah. held on the Giants yeah. and it was pretty obvious, but you know, but they don't call they're, they're you know, offensive line, you know, the Green Bay's offensive line is playing better than it did earlier in the year. Whether or not you see Rodgers running around, a lot of times if he's running around now it's cuz he can't find anybody open. That's a different running around. Than running for your life. Since week 10, when yep. Rodgers threw his last interception, he's thrown for 2,391 yards and 22 touchdowns. And no interceptions. In seven weeks. And no interceptions. And yesterday he was sacked five times. Yeah. <laughs> but they were mostly coverage sacks. Yeah, it's you know? true. He's, so. uh, he's ridiculous right now. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, when you're throwing up Hail Marys against that Giants team with three All-Pros on the defense and... Rand, little Randall Cobb catches it in the back of the end zone. The smallest guy on the team caught the caught the Hail Mary. Explain that to me. I know. How does every guy in the Giants misjudge it and it lands right in the smallest guy's hands? I've like that's ridiculous. How can you keep doing that? Like, is there a strategy he, to us that I'm missing? He got in because it looks like he just throws the ball up in the air. It doesn't look like he's even aiming at anybody. He threw the ball for the back of the end zone. <laughs> That's Cobb's like job was he to has try- like an intended receiver in mind. Cobb's even. job was to try to get behind the defense. Is that and he, Cobb's job, and he, and he did. Yeah, he got behind there at the end, at the in the back of the end zone. How he do you slipped, let that happen? He watched it. He slipped by. No one was looking for him. He's you know, the, he was the smallest guy in the field. Yes, and and, and it went over the heads and arms of every other player. And landed after in the his game, <laughs> uh, McAdoo was asked. Usually, a lot of times we've seen you put Odell Beckham. In there because mm-hmm. Beckham can leap. You didn't do that this sure. time. How come? Well, that was a possibility. That's all he said. Right. You know. By the way, Odell Beckham is under six feet tall, but he can jump. Yeah, he is. But like I, it's you watch him leap play. Is, vertical leap is and great. And you watch him line up, and when he's lined up in, you know, on the on the line, you see, he's like he is not a big guy. No. And then he runs down the field and jumps to make a catch, and he looks like he's six five. You know, <laughs> like he's he's under he's Julian Edelman size. Right. Like him, and Julian Edelman, the same height. But he doesn't. You see, you think of him, and you think of him like he's six four, like he's Calvin Johnson. He's a little guy. Yep. And he was that whole team, and he went out there, and he didn't do anything. 
Three catches, 28 yards. Second lowest total, I think, in his career. Oh, he was, well, yeah. He was a turd out there. He, he You know, first of all, they, 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 they took him out of the game a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But when he was open early on, when they had those chances, he just, he, he didn't, he couldn't catch the ball. Yeah. You know? Really couldn't. Nope. Uh, none of them could. It was no. just a bad showing overall. Yep. Feel a little bad for Eli, but what are you going to do? Uh, 603-883-9900, the phone number, 883-9900. More of your calls next. We'll and, do our uh, best. I'll go over our picks. I remember some of the spreads. In it. We'll go over our picks. We'll go we over our uh, football picks from the weekend. Tom King making up ground. I- Listen live or watch the show live streaming on our Facebook at ESPN New Hampshire. Every big sports moment can be heard right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Classic is shot. Down in front, picked up by Crosby. Lobbed down the ice. And the Pittsburgh Penguins have won the Stanley Cup. Flips to Jacobs. Three for the win. It's good! Steps back, puts up a three, won't go, final seconds, it's over, it's over! Cleveland is a city of champions, the Cavaliers are NBA champions! We've got it all here, this is ESPN New Hampshire. The Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com. This is Laura Remillard with ESPN New Hampshire Student Athlete of the Month of November with Gabrielle Masseur from Nashua North. How are you? Thank you so much. You broke Nashua North's high school lacrosse goal record as a junior. So that was obviously a really special game. We were playing against Merrimack. Definitely a really great game and it was really exciting, but I couldn't have done it without my teammates helping me out and getting the ball and feeding it to me and their support and my coach's support. What's your favorite thing about playing lacrosse? So I love getting the ball and transitioning it from whether it be defense to offense, getting it from the draw and just like sprinting down as fast as I can and getting it to my team. I really like the teamwork and effort. On here I'm seeing some volunteer work at the Nashua Soup Kitchen. Yep, I'm involved a lot in like within my school and like sports in my community. Nashua Soup Kitchen's one. I'm also vice president of National Honor Society. I'm a leader in the Titan Connections. I'm a leader in Team Titan. I'm actually the secretary in the class of 2017. And where are you looking at going school, Gabby? I'm actually committed to play um, lacrosse at UNH. What is your inspiration to go above and beyond? My parents have always been there to support me and to believe in me, and I think that has really helped me become like the athlete I am and always reach for the stars and to go with all my heart, push to be the athlete and the person I am. So they definitely inspire me so much. That was Gabrielle Masseur from Nashua North, Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month. Nominate your son or daughter. Sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com. With six New Hampshire locations, Apple Therapy's comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gait video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers in all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located at Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit AppleTherapy.com. Is your business in search of commercial property? Garrison Glen Corporate Park, located in Exeter, New Hampshire, is a highly desirable suburban business park located just 10 minutes from Portsmouth. There are four lots remaining, ranging in size from approximately 10 to 20 acres. That's Garrison Glen Corporate Park in Exeter. Don't let this opportunity slip away. For more information and other property listings, visit CushmanandWakefield.com. CushmanandWakefield.com. In Southern New Hampshire, there's only one choice when it comes to the best in orthopedic care. New Hampshire Orthopedic Center has been providing award-winning treatment for all orthopedic conditions for over 40 years. Chances are one of our physicians has helped someone you know get back in motion. Voted best orthopedic office by union leader three years running. 
Voted top doctors 30 times by peers in New Hampshire Magazine. Tell your primary care physician you'd like to see a specialist at New Hampshire Orthopedic Center. We keep bodies in motion. Visit NHOC.com for more information. Cam Rogers. According to the Cleveland Plain dealer, coaches are forced to teach RG3 or I'll say refresh his mind on these three mechanics. One, plant your back foot, then throw. Two, get down, then slide. Three, throw the ball away. Don't take needless hits from the defense. Those are three things that coaches are focusing on rather than focusing on the playbook and improving the offense. They have to pretty much reteach these basic components to Robert Griffin III. Saturday at 4 on ESPN New Hampshire. Imagine this. Your 14-year-old daughter and her best friends are maybe getting ready to go out. They're maybe upstairs in her bedroom with music playing. They're laughing, maybe trying on clothes, putting on too much makeup, and maybe taking sips of vodka straight out of the bottle, which they might tuck into someone's purse to take to a party. Imagine your kid doing that. It may be hard to imagine, but it is happening. New Hampshire has a big alcohol abuse problem. In fact, New Hampshire ranks second in the nation for binge drinking among 12 to 20-year-olds. Second, you can check the stats at checkthestatsnh.org. As parents, we want to protect our kids, but we have to start now before it's too late. Learn how you can make a difference in your child's life at checkthestatsnh.org and help the Partnership for a Drug-Free New Hampshire start the conversation today. Listen to all the NFL playoff action all postseason long on ESPN New Hampshire. Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com. Nice to have you with us here this afternoon on this Monday. And uh, we've been going over the wild card weekend that was a a crap weekend. I mean, just crap games. 76 total points difference in the uh, winners and the losers. The least competitive wild card weekend there's ever been. And uh, here to recap it with our picks is Tom King telling you all about the... National Football League Wild Card Weekend it was more like a game of crazy eights than it was <laughs> poker, high stakes poker. The Houston Texans. We begin in the site of Super of the Super Bowl Fifty One. The Houston Texans against the Oakland Raiders. Connor Cook, disappointment. Brock Osweiler. Who'd have thought a guy making his first ever career start? Yeah, you know, in a playoff game on the road might uh, have a tough time. I don't know. I just thought he would. I thought he would just close his eyes and throw the ball, and, you, and Oakland would would you know because Osweiler would not close his eyes and throw the ball, and that would right. be a problem. Mm-hmm. So, but that didn't happen. The Texans, I guess, were favored. What three and a half? I think it was. Yes. And they won 27-14. You picked Houston. I picked the Raiders. I go down in the first game. 
I was thinking everything was coming up Arcan this weekend, but I was mistaken. Yes, you were. Yeah. Big cuts. What was I thinking in this one? In Detroit, eight why? points. Why? Why? I just thought the Seahawks were frauds. That's oh, why. no, no. The Lions are not good. You know, they're not good. They lost their last three games of the year. I know. You know, the Detroit Lions. This was a bad pick. They rode a Ford all the way to Seattle. No, they were they were awful. I'm telling you. 26-6 to the final score. The Lions were getting eight points. I picked the Seahawks. Christian, for some reason, thought the Lions were going to win that game. I thought the Seahawks cover. weren't going to score that many points. Right. You thought the Lions would cover. Yeah. Didn't happen. I didn't think they'd win. But that Rawls, once Rawls started busting out those runs, I was like, Boy, where did he come from, huh? Yeah, he ran all over those fools in Detroit. And Russell Wilson had a good game. Efficient, 23 of 30. 224 yards, two touchdowns. That's a perfect Russell Wilson game. It is. You can't let him do that. No. Not on the play. You know, if their offense is clicking like that, Seattle's going to be real tough. They're going to be real tough on Atlanta. No doubt about you it. Know, if their offense can put a game together like that one again, if Rawls can run like that. Solid. Atlanta, they're going to be in trouble. Yep, they will be. Uh, it'll be it'll be interesting. I don't know. That's going to be a good game. That's the first game before uh, Saturday night's uh, extravaganza down at Foxborough. Right. So we go to Sunday. The Steel City. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Hines Field, where it looked really cold. It certainly did. It was did. cold in both spots. Mm-hmm. Cold in both places. It's cold all over the country, you know, all over the eastern half of the country right yep. now. Except for down in Florida where it looks nice and sunny and they're all set for that college game tonight. But the Pittsburgh Steelers, 10-point favorites. They made that up in about three minutes. I yep. Think. <laughs> they were... They got two touchdowns right away, and that two game was... Two bombs. A 50-yard oh, bomb to Brown, and then the next possession, they're on the 38-yard line on their own 38. Touchdown. Final score. How do you not take care of Antonio Be- Brown? Well, because they missed tackles, and, and, and Unbelievable. Once, he, once they missed a tackle in the secondary, there was no safety help, but he had, he was off to the races. Yeah. And, and it was 14 like, nothing before he It was he like watching an instant replay. Yeah. You're seeing it score again. And they won... Going away, thirty to twelve. They scored in their first three possessions. Yes. Yep. Yep. And they still, Miami still had a chance to close it to a touchdown at halftime, and they couldn't do it. Yeah. So the final score there again, thirty to twelve. I win that one. I'm up two to one. And then we go to Lambeau Field, where the Giants didn't play a bad first half, except for one play, mm-hmm. an awful play. Yep. A hail mary play. Should have been seven six. Green Bay, four and a half point favorites. I'm still ahead. Well, I'm not ahead at halftime. It was four this way. It was 14 6. Yeah. But then they stop Green Bay on short yardage. Get the ball back. Score right away. 14 mm-hmm. 13. I'm up 17 and a half to 14. I'm feeling very confident. Or actually, no, you're up. No, I was up. You're yeah. up. That's right. I thought you're you were up. talking about as a Giants fan. No, like as a Giants fan. pick, I was feeling You were good. up. Yeah. You were confident. As a Giants fan, I, I was confident. I thought I had a split. I thought the Giants were going to come back and win the game. Then the Packers just stormed down the field, mm. scoring like four plays. And then it was all over after that. 28, 21, 13, 28, 13. It was just, just bad. Bad yeah. football. And Green Bay rolls 38-13, to 13, giving four and a half points. I come away with another win. I took the final three games of Wild Card Weekend. I win three out of four. Yeah. Ding, 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 after ding. After the Giants scored that touchdown, after they scored the touchdown to make it 14-13, uh, Tavares King caught the ball. Yeah. Their next possessions were punt, punt, fumble, interception, game. 
Yeah. That was it. Didn't matter what they did on on offense. It mattered what they did on defense. They couldn't stop anything. They could not. They were on the field too long. Defense was on the field so long, they Mm -hmm. couldn't do anything, you know? So, we'll come back next year and see what... They'll come back next year and see if this was just a season where they can make a progression or if it was just a one and done and they're going to be back in the doldrums. I think they'll be okay with that defense. It just depends now what they do offensively. Yeah. I think the defense should be okay. So they won't spend but money. you got a competitive division now. Yeah, but you, you know? can't spend money offensively. No. Because they spend all their money on defense. I think they're, they're hamstrung. Yeah, they So are. now they got to worry about that. And you're right. It's a competitive division. The Cowboys are... You know, they're not going to be worse than they were. I mean, you know, those two guys, you know, as long as they keep that offensive line together, that's sure. the big thing. Yeah. You know, the Eagles are up and coming. I think the Redskins are going to go. You do? Yeah, I think the Redskins are going to go down. Okay. I think they're on a down. I think they're going to go on a downward trend. They had a tough season, but I didn't think they were that much worse than the Giants. Although, how, how about this? No, they, they lost two when they couldn't, they couldn't beat them. At the end of the season. Yeah, I know. when they had to win. And if the Giants had lost that game on purpose, they probably wouldn't have had to play Green Bay. Um, let's see. Who was the last seed? They were the they were the sixth seed. I think they were locked in. Are you sure? Um, oh wait, wait, was Detroit? Was Detroit the last seed? I think Detroit was the last seed. Oh yeah, Detroit was the last seed. That's right. They would have gone to Seattle. So they would have gone to they Seattle. Well, they would have lost that one too. Maybe they would have. I think they would. The Giants, in my mind, their best scenario. I think they had a better chance against Russell Wilson than Aaron Rodgers. See, I think their best scenario was to go to Detroit. Well, yeah. That was their best scenario. When Detroit lost to Green Bay, I go, oh, no. Mm-hmm. You know? Because that meant they would have, the Giants would have to go out to face a red-hot yeah. Rodgers. Giants would have beaten Detroit. I think they would have beaten Detroit out at Detroit. They had just beat them two, two, or three, two weeks earlier. Now, it's tough to win in Detroit. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, Stafford can light it up there. Right. So that's, that's always tough. But I think offensively, the Giants would have had a better game. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I'd agree with that. And and I think you know they would have had a better game than they did against in, in, you know in Green Bay in the cold. I think indoors in Detroit they would have had a better game. It would have been yeah. a track. It would have been a high scoring game back and forth. Green Bay Packers, by the way, since two thousand and seven, ten years ago, they have made it to three conference finals. Oh seven, they lost in the conference finals. I uh, lost to the Giants to the Giants in overtime. In twenty ten, they won the Super Bowl, so obviously they were there that time. And uh, in twenty fourteen. They lost in the conference finals to the Seahawks. Yep. Seahawks beat them twenty-eight, twenty-two. Yep. So if they can beat, uh, if they can beat the um, Cowboys, Cowboys, they would go on for the fourth time in the last and they ten either, years. And they would either have to go to Seattle or they would have to go to Atlanta. Right. One or the other. Uh, the Seahawks have been there the most uh, often recently. They were there uh, in the in twenty fourteen, obviously. obviously, right, and the year before that. Year before that, they were there. Yep, and they were there, I believe. And they, they were, were there in 2013 yeah, as well because they won the that. Super Bowl there. Right. Well, no, I'm sorry, I got that backwards. Last yeah. year they lost in the division round, 2014 and 2013. 2012 they lost in the division, and they lost in the division round in 2012 as in well. In 2010 they lost okay. in the division too. All right, yeah. So they've been there twice in the last three years. Right. This would be their fourth time. Or sorry, this would be their third time in four years if they made it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons, on the other hand. Uh, a team that is, well, had an interesting recent history anyway. You know, you talk. we just talked about those Mike Smith years. They haven't made the playoffs for one, two, three seasons and uh, right, prior last, to this one. The last two is Smith, and then the first year, last year of, uh, what's his face there, the, the, new, the new head coach, Dan, uh, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, yeah. Yep. 
Uh, they were in the conference championship in 2012. They also were there in 2004 uh, with Jim Mora and Michael Vick. And before that, 1998. So that's how far back you go with them. And uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Another, I mean, you talk about you talk about some of these teams, some of these proud franchises. Cowboys haven't been in a conference championship game in a long time. They haven't been in a conference championship game since 1995. Yes. When they won the Super Bowl. And Barry Switzer Barry was Switzer. the head coach. That's right. Yep. And that and that was over the stretch where they made it every year for four years. They See, were in the conference championship four years in a I row. think Dallas wins on Sunday. Yeah? Yep, I do. Yep. With or without Jordy Nelson? Dallas. Yeah, oh, if Nelson, Nelson plays? Right. Yeah, if Nelson plays, how good is he going to be with those bad ribs? Well, you know. <laughs> he gets one hit, and that, that could knock him out. I don't know. I mean, I yeah, I I, I think that... See, I think Dallas can score on that defense, on that Green Bay defense. See, the Giants. I think Green Bay can score on Dallas's defense. Yeah, but I think Dallas at home in a shootout. I think I would, I would give them the win. I don't know, and they have a better running game, and they, and they, and I think they can. They Dallas can is going to have to sustain drives and keep it away from Rodgers. That's exactly. That's yeah. what they have. Well, to you do. know what? They may score too quickly because uh, what's his face? I mean, he can. Ezekiel uh, Elliott. Elliot. Ezekiel Elliott can should run. You should learn his name. He's a pretty good player. Yeah, he should run. He could run into the uh, into Zeke the and Dak. Dak and Zeke. Dak and Zeke. Zeke and Zach Dak. and Deke. Yep. <laughs> Zach and Deke is not actually. I mean, you're putting your eggs in a rook in a basket of two rookies, but you're also putting your eggs in the basket of a great offensive line. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, a pretty good defense, but not a not a great one. Right. Dallas's defense is pretty good, not great. Right. But I think it's better than Green Bay's defense. Maybe. See, the Giants can't get out of their own way offensively. They couldn't yesterday drop the ball out. I mean, I mean, Aikman talked about it in the first half, how he was, you know, if Green Bay should be concerned about the fact the Giant receivers are getting behind their guys. Mm-hmm. Dallas can do that and score. Yep. In Dallas, in better conditions, they'll catch the ball and they, they won't drop it. That's what I think. Yeah. The Giants did not score 30 points all year long. I'm fact-checking that. Right yes. And I think there was some stat in their last six or seven games they barely scored. Or they, were, they, they didn't score 20 in their last six games. Yep, they never broke 30. Yep, and in their last six, I don't think they scored as many as 20. Against the Steelers, two, three, four, five, and including the playoff game, yep, that's six. That's, yep, that's true. Exactly. They did not score 20 points. You know, see, Green Bay is not facing that kind of an offense this week. Yeah. You know, they're facing a better team. Now, Dallas was hamstrung by New York's defense in that Monday. In that but this Sunday is also, game. Tom, this is two rookies. I know, but Making really their playoff good. debuts. They're really good. I know, but it, that's got to be some sort of wild card there. That's the thing. Like, I mean, as good as they both have been this year, those are two rookies. I know. This is the end of the season. You ever heard of the rookie wall? This is when you hit it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. No, well, we'll see. We'll see. Can Green Bay's defense shut them down? Probably not. No, and that's see. Can they match points with a veteran, you know, performer like yeah. Aaron Rodgers? That's a that's, that's not going to be an easy a, thing to that's do. That's a great game Sunday afternoon. I hope so. That's a fabulous. I thought this one was going to be a better that's game. Fabulous. I thought last night would be a better yeah, game. Giants offense is not that game good. sucked. Giants offense was great at halftime. First it half was great good. at halftime. It First was, half was great. You could be you know, it. Plays you were talking about the hail mary play the whole bit. I mean, you had stuff you were talking <laughs> it about. It was mostly just a bunch of drop passes and guys getting going three and out. Fourteen thirteen with half the third quarter to play. True. It did One get more exciting game. there. And then it was just over. I and mean, then they, it was O V A H over. 
You know? And now Done. they can take their boat right to Justin Bieber's, and, uh, right to his beach house. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the National Football League. We will have our picks for the division round on Friday. Yes, we will. And we'll do that then. A uh, quick break. We'll be back after this year on Christian and King. You want sports? How about the Red Sox, Bruins, Patriots, Celtics? Hear them all on ESPN New Hampshire. The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. Can we come up with something original when, when the Bruins struggle, other than fire Chloe Julian? You have one of the worst assembled blue lines in the history of the organization. It's up there. <laughs> yeah, it's up there. The man who you think you should be depending on to carry the load is 39, and his legs are giving out on him, and he skates like he's in molasses. The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio, and streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com. An ESPN Radio Extra Point with Mike Golick Jr. I feel extra bad for Detroit because we've got a couple of cities that are long known for the way their sports teams have performed miserably that also have to coincide with being cities that sort of occupy that same existence. And yeah. basically Cleveland and Detroit. Cleveland, now this year, has had a real big turnaround. You know, the, the Cavaliers won a championship. The Cleveland Indians went to the World Series and were up 3-1 right into it. The Browns won a game. And Detroit's looking Huge. over there, thinking, all right, you know, we got a good season going this year. Matt Stafford spent a lot of the year in the MVP conversation. You had seen hope. Yeah. And then to have it all just dashed in a moment the way it was last night. And really down the stretch, we knew Matt Stafford, the injured middle finger for him going into the game, the Lions not being quite the, the defensive juggernaut as we saw on display. It made me sad for the city of Detroit. Beth. I'm a service rep for Cintas, and I help businesses get ready. Ready for the unpredictable workday, bad weather, a sudden fire, or a rush of customers. Cintas is your source for fresh mats, crisp uniforms, cleaning programs, safety solutions, and fire protection. Will you be ready today? Get started at Cintas.com. Cintas, ready for the workday. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Have you suffered a motor vehicle injury and need professional assistance? Do you need a team that gets you back on track and taking the green? That team for you is Bardis Law. Bardis Law has three attorneys and two paralegals that can assist you if you've been injured in an accident. Athletes get injured on the field and on the track all the time. Routine injuries can be expected in sports. Accidents are not anticipated in everyday activities. If you get injured in a motor vehicle accident, call Bardis Law at 603-420-8588 or visit www.bardislaw.com. All right, guys, huddle up. Coach's car battery died and he's running behind. And since I haven't been paying attention, I have no idea what plays we run or what most of your names are, for that matter. So what I'll do is I'm going to pop this antacid tablet. I'll fall down. I'll fake a heart attack. And then you guys act shocked and concerned and stuff. And hopefully that'll buy me enough time for the coach to get here. All right, team on three. Make sure you'll be there. Get a car battery test today. Find a location at interstatebatteries.com. Interstate batteries, outrageously dependable. is New Hampshire's home for your teams. This is ESPN New Hampshire.
Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com, streaming live on TuneIn as well. I want to say thanks to my people up at Sopranos Pizza for uh, taking care of my lunch today. You're driving me nuts as I watch you. Delicious. Oh, God, I love that place. Uh, Good pizza. Good pizza indeed. Got a college game tonight. Yeah, I know. Yeah, a lot kind, of, of, kind of a big one. Speaking of pizza, a lot of college kids be eating pizza watching it probably. That's true. Right? Yeah. Alabama and You know, I, I tell you, I don't know. I mean... You know, ESPN obviously is, is hyping the heck out of it because th- that's what they're on. All they're all all programming all day long is is about this game because right. that's what they're because they're broadcasting. Because they're broadcasting it. They had the media day there on Saturday, the whole bit. But it's almost like, oh yeah, there's a college game tonight. Mm-hmm. It's too late in the year. Yeah, it really is. It is. You know, they ought to wrap this stuff up New Year's Day. New Year's Day should be your national championship. That should be the end of it. That should and be the end of the season. should be it. I mean, it's, you know. It's too long. You know, uh, cut, you know. Over a week later. Ah. Uh, you know, like it's over the, a week after the after New Year's. And they're all, what about the conference championship games that we have in December? Don't have them in December. Have, have them, them in, right, yeah. have them Thanksgiving weekend or before Thanksgiving, you know. What's the? Why do we have to drag this out so long? Yeah, you know, it's ridiculous. It's like the NBA playoffs. It's the first round. Oh, God. This is, it just takes too long. Yeah. You know, and you know, this is the second Monday night in January. You know, you know January 2 is what you, had, you should have had a January 2 or New mm-hmm. Year's night. I would have done it January 2. New Year's Day was, this year New Year's Day was pro football. Okay, fine. January 2 is your national championship game. Yeah. You know, <laughs> instead they do it all backwards. They have the the uh, the playoffs on New Year's Eve where nobody really wants to watch football. I mean, who watches football on New Year's Eve? I mean, I did because I was home, but I mean, who, <laughs> you know, I don't go anywhere. But who, right. but otherwise, otherwise, when people are at party, you think you lose a ton of viewership. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just nah, no, nah, it's, it's not have those playoffs the middle of December. Or right before the week before Christmas, the, that that first weekend before Christmas, yeah, you know that'd be fine. Have it then. Mm-hmm. People are still engaged in college football. They're still looking. The Heisman's already been awarded. Everybody's buzzing. You know, you're still looking at college football. <laughs> have those games then, and then have your championship. You know, a couple of weeks later, New mm-hmm. Year's Day. You know, or New Year's Night. Yeah. You know, play the bowl games during the day, the other bowl games during the day, and have the championship game New Year's night. Makes sense to me. You know, and that's when you do it. And then you're done. It. Instead, they drag it out another extra week in the, into the middle, of, in, into January. And, you know, it's almost like, oh, yeah, that's right, there's a game. Yeah. You know? nah, Alabama, by the way. Yeah, what's the, what's the line in this game? They have um, five starters projected to go in the first round of the draft this year. Yeah, but most of them are on the defensive end, right? Jonathan Allen, defensive end, uh, offensive tackle, uh, Cam Robinson, okay. cornerback Marlon Humphrey, and uh, linebacker Reuben Foster are all expected to go in the Those top, are four guys. top 15. Those are four. Well, you said four out, of, four out of the top? Yeah, they have one more. Four out of the top 15 there, and uh, let's see, in the second half of the round, I thought I saw another Alabama player. Maybe yeah. I didn't. I guess maybe I didn't. Um, yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, so well, that's interesting. Still, four players going in the first 15 pictures, and that's just one guy's mock draft, so who the hell knows? Yeah, no, exactly. Around. I mean, everybody, you know, but I mean, they got four, you know, four guys that are in the uh, the, uh, the, the the top half of the first round. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. What's the line tonight? <clears throat> 
Uh, it's a good question. The line is because Alabama is. You see, Alabama is there. If they win the national championship, they're winning it on defense. Yeah, <clears throat> they they could they can't score. Their offense is horrible, and then they have that that ridiculous the the freshman. Well, yeah, but I mean they have that ridiculous thing with the coordinator where you know Lane Kiffin, you know, you know he never leaves anybody good, right? Anybody in a, in a good spot, and he. Takes you know obviously you got a head coaching job and they and you, bring in the drunk yeah <laughs> bring in so the, they go from the Sarkeesian they, yeah they go from the from the from the uh, the, the jerk in, in Kiffin to the drunk in Sarkeesian mm-hmm. you know and you know it's just you know Kiffin and and Saban were always going at it Alabama's minus six that's it six points mm-hmm. see I think I think Clemson I I'd take the points over unders fifty two Clemson plus six is even money Alabama Clemson's, minus six who's is got minus the better quarterback uh, Clemson though. right Deshaun what's his name Deshaun Watson Watson yeah you know I'd go I, I think Clemson's gonna win this game <clears throat> you think they're gonna win the game yeah Alabama's pretty good I know they are they won the they won the national championship <laughs> when uh, twenty fourteen I want to say. Yeah. Ohio State won it last won it year. La- right? No, no, Alabama won it last year too. They, they won beat, it last they year. They beat too? Clemson last year. Oh yeah, it does. Sorry, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, so they won it last year. Then Ohio State and Bama again. You know who their quarterback was last year. Uh, Alabama. Yeah. No, I think it was Jake Coker. Yeah. I want to say nobody, nobody good. Who didn't even get drafted? Right. No, I don't I understand. You that. can win with the championship without a good quarterback. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I mean, this is Clemson's second shot at it. I think that you know Alabama's defense is really good. Yeah, right? it's it's top flight, but I see Clemson. I see Clemson. I don't know. I just, you know, I don't. I don't. I don't see a, a ton of college football. I watch it. Mm-hmm. I don't see a lot of it to know enough. But I know that Watson's, you know, a, a, the best offensive player on the field between the two teams. Do you remember who their quarterback was in twenty twelve? Clemson, Alabama. No, um, yeah, it was the guy with the, the with the with the hot girlfriend, with the hot yeah. girlfriend, yeah. AJ McCarron. Yeah, right. Who's and currently uh, Andy Dalton's backup? In is, is he, yeah, is he still there? Yeah. I think he is. Because that was the big thing last year. Remember, Dalton got hurt right. going into the playoffs. They had to go with AJ McCarron. Yep. Right. Yeah, he's still with the Bengals. He's <laughs> yeah. still uh, Dalton's backup. All these he's quarterbacks. Still, he still sucks. Yeah, all these quarterbacks get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I know. It. No. So I don't know. Twenty eleven. It was uh, it was McCarron too, but they also had Trent Richardson. They had Trent Richardson, Tom, and mm-hmm. Eddie Lacy on the same team. Oh, God. <laughs> you, you could have been the quarterback playing with your left hand. They had, they had Eddie Lacy and, and then, Trent Richardson. And, then, and, then and Richardson. for the you younger listeners out there, Trent Richardson was one of the best college football running backs there's ever been. Right, and then he comes into the pros and he stinks. And he was so bad. Oh, God, he was awful. And then the Colts traded for him. I know. Oh, the Colts trading for him was one of the most well, it was unbelievable. Sec- it moves. was his second year. Yeah. So you you got to think you you know you can fix whatever's wrong there, and and he's going to go on and have a productive career. And he was awful in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. So and it's a trade that's that's haunted them ever since because they just haven't been able to recover from it. Yeah. But I I, I Jesus Jesus I don't know Alabama's offense. Can't you know? I don't know. I'm you think Clemson's going to win there? I I. Well, I, you know what? I'm going to take. I'll take the points in Clemson. I'll t- I'll do that. I'll take the six points. Okay. Yep. That's I. I would. I would take the six points mm-hmm. in Clemson. I just like Watson. He's a good player. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I hear you. So. Okay. Yeah, that's. <laughs> you know. 
I wish I was in. That's one thing I tell you. I wish I was in Tampa right now, looking at that nice sunny day with mm. guys. I mean, it's nice to watch broadcasters on ESPN right now. Be happy who, you didn't have to travel who, through, through there. This oh, morning. that's true. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Whatever was going on down there. But I mean, uh, it's nice to watch broadcasters sit and not have you know five layers of clothing. <laughs> yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was laughing. I I cracked up watching McAdoo. McAdoo looked like <laughs> he looked like Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it was so funny. Like a car- like a cartoon he version did. of Frosty he the Snowman. Like a cartoon version of Frosty the Snowman. Ben yeah. McAdoo, the Giants coach, with all the layers he had on, it was a riot. I know. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. Yeah. Uh, I'm tired of looking at cold people, you know, because that's what it's all. Everybody's cold. Oh. <laughs> uh. Um. I have. Uh, I'm watching right now. Did you see the uh, Tom Brady commercial for the pajamas? Uh, no, I did not. He doesn't. They actually have a TV commercial now with the pajamas. It's a parody. Oh, it's a parody commercial. It's All a right. parody okay. commercial. All right. Okay. But it is pretty funny. See, he, he, he admitted today he wears those. And I'm not surprised because they're thermal. That's what they are. Right. Basically, he wears those in practice. Yeah. You know? You know, because they, they they help him recover. They have some, you know, whatever's in them, you know, evidently helps your body. I don't know. Good All right. Lord. So they did, a, it was like a QBC, you know, one of those things. Yeah. yeah. And they cut to the two people at the desk and they're talking about their, you know, and there's the great product that you can own today. And Tom Brady's there and he's wearing the pajamas and he's like rotating on one of those little discs. <laughs> so uh, here, here, here it is. And welcome back to QBC. What are we looking at today, Raj? It's our very first product line with the greatest QB of all time, TB12 himself, Mr. Tom Brady. Mr. Brady is ready for bed wearing TB12's new Under Armour Recovery Sleepwear. He's going to catch more Zs than his receivers catch TDs, which stands for touchdown. I knew that. Let's go ahead and get a very close shot of this. I, I'm not a doctor, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that this is science. Notice that <laughs> hexagonal pattern on the inside material of the sure sleepwear. Now, that's uniquely designed to improve blood flow as you rest. Coincidentally, I wish someone could have improved the blood flow in my marriage. Okay, that's too much, Rush. <laughs> and the phones are already lighting up. Caller Sean L. from Long Island, you're on. First of all, Brady sucks. Second, I'm a huge fan of these Tom Brady Under Armour pajamas. That suck. No, you suck, man. Okay, nobody sucks here. Go back to sleep, Tom. Much appreciated, Sean. Viewers at home, we have our own separate line of QBC sleep products, and Tom is showing off one of our latest. The Tom Brady Performance Teddy. Teddy bear. Oh, and this is great. Give it a little squeeze, Tom. Go to And what better way to ultimately relax than with QBC's relaxation station noise machine? These noises were made by Tom Brady himself. Nod off to ocean breezes. Stormy weather. (laughs) Whale sounds. Brady himself, right? Whale sounds. And of course, a coach's whistle. Sleep, sleep! (laughs) Did you know Tom wrote a book about sleeping? America. Get these products now before <laughs> they the drift off. That's great folks. stuff. <laughs> you snooze, you lose. A good snooze. Call <laughs> now. Oh my God. Now, where did they get Brady doing? Where, where was that? Was, I don't think he did that. For, did he do that for the parody? I don't think he did, did he? Yeah, he did that for he the He did that for the parody? Yeah. He did? Okay. They had a guy call on the phone and say, You suck. And then he goes, No, you suck. Right, <laughs> Obviously, right, yeah, he knew it true. was a joke. Right, yeah. Right. It's clearly a joke. Yeah. Uh, pretty good. 
Yeah, that's not you bad. know, between that and that uh, Foot Locker ad, oh, where he yells at those two kids in the fabulous. diner. That Foot Locker he's ad. He's pretty is funny, fat. like, you know? Yeah, that Foot Locker is the I older... used to think Peyton Manning was the funny guy, but Tom Brady Tom might Brady actually is, be the funnier guy He's now. getting better at it. Yeah. You know? And then Saturday Night Live, don't forget, too, when he did that. Yeah. SNL. It, yeah, it was okay. It was okay. Right. This Wasn't is that better. Good. This is better. This I bet they bring it back next year, he'd be much better at it. Yeah, I bet he would. I bet he would, too. His timing's getting there. Yep. Yes. It's like, you know, you knew Peyton Manning was going to be the funny guy, so he said, you know what? I'm going to be funnier than Peyton Manning, too. He's just determined to beat Manning at everything. At, at everything. <laughs> Will not <laughs> let Peyton Manning have anything. Oh, that's, fine. that's Tom Brady's that's mission in life. Yeah. 603-883-9900 is the phone number. Great. Quick break. Final hour coming up. Have you been putting off a 